Oh shit, I'm the introducer? Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. It's our podcast. Well guys, welcome to Conspiracy to Kill. My name's Hugo. I am Karan. Karan, or also known as Q. Q? Yeah, Q. Uh, uh, a little bit about us. We're both little stand-up comedians here in New York City. How long are you in? Uh, comedy? Um, I just started my third year. Just started third year. I'm five months. Five months? Five months. That's, I'm a fucking baby, man. That's something I never ask you, actually. Yeah. I, I know we met each other uh, in a in a cool way. You gonna tell them now or? Hey, how about this? We'll do it in a way. We'll do it in a way where I ask you five things and you ask me five things. All right. All right? So. You go if, first. Wait, hold, let's just roll. If you're my friend and you know me, you'll learn a little bit about Hugo. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah. All right. You want question for question. So I'll do question one, then you do question one. Yeah, but if we do question for question, then we're going to come up with the same questions. Like if you say. How old are you? Then I'm going to be like, well, how old no, are you? No, motherfucker. I have my questions in mind. <laughs> All right. Then you go bitch. first. Go first. All right. Um, What's your favorite stand-up special of all time? Ooh, man. Do-do-do. Be careful. This tells a lot about you. You're going to lose the lose or gain the audience with this. Mm, by the way, we should talk about what this podcast is all about. <laughs> yeah, we'll write that in the fucking bio or something. <laughs> Yeah, guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm trying to figure out how to answer this question by stalling, by filibustering. I don't know, man. There's so many. Well, does it have to be a visual special? Cause I no, have, it could be an album. Perfect. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I think it's by Mitch Hedberg. Um, I think it's his first one recorded with the bass player. He has like a bass player playing in the background the entire okay. time. And I forget. I don't want to name the second special because I'm either thinking of the second special or the first special. But I know it's definitely the first special. If you want to fact check me, that'll be great. Oh, no, that, I'm not going to do that. Then put your phone away. Okay. <laughs> Those keep calling. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but not now. It's podcast time. All right, let me see. My my, my go or your go? Uh, Go. Now you go first. All right, let's see. Why would you get into comedy? Uh, oh, it's a little early for this, but you know I the know. answer to it. My mom. Your mom what? My mom, she... You still got to know. This one's got to know. She has... All right, I think my mom's been trying to get me into comedy since I was like nine, and she's always said I was funny. But you know, it's your mom. You know, your mom yeah, says yeah, good, yeah. these good things about you. Yeah. Um, funny thing, I've always loved comedy. Um, and I think I told, I told, I think I was talking to some girl, and I remember I told her like, oh, yeah, my one of my secret dreams is to do stand up comedy, and her exact words, I swear to God, it were. But you're not funny. Damn. Yeah, yeah. She dude. wasn't wrong, though. No, yeah, I'm fucking not funny. <laughs> I bomb all the time. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yesterday was a rough day for us both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, I think I, I always liked it, and I always thought I could. Like, I always thought I could. And somebody telling me I can't, I was just like, oh, yeah, watch this, bitch. It's like motivating for you, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. All right, your question. All right, my question to you. Um... If you it, all right, if you take your best friend in the whole wide world, right, and you doesn't exist, but go, <laughs> and you ask them, give me three words to describe Hugo. What do you think they'd say? Big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're uh, not. It's uh, I'd say talented, loyal, and giving. You need better friends, man. And I didn't even put funny in there. <laughs> you need better friends. Stop I well, I don't have friends, so I said that about me. 
let's see here. All right, my question for you: Should we, as we're asking these questions, I think we should talk to the, uh, the listeners why we're calling it conspiracy to kill. Why they're listening to us, so guys? Thank you for stopping by and listening to our podcast. You're probably listening to this on Spotify, maybe SoundCloud, maybe I Apple, maybe uh, a- anything where I you mean, can find a podcast. I I would personally love to say thank you to all two of you. Yeah, <laughs> well, and two of us, including us. That's, yeah, all yeah. two of you are fucking. Thank you for being here. You guys are killing the game right now with uh, our listenership. Um, my question to you. Is black the only color you wear? Um, because I I like to say yes. For me, I love wearing black. Uh, black is very slimming. <laughs> You're just wearing all black right now <laughs> yeah. with brown shoes. Yeah, they're, they're fucking Uggs. Let's can, get the get it right. Can I describe who? All right, how about this? <laughs> While we're doing our questions, I'm gonna describe what Quran looks like for you. For those of you listening who don't know who Quran is, and then Quran is gonna describe what I look like for you, all the people, especially all the listeners. This is probably the last fucking episode. We're not gonna. Be I'm, I'm excited. Anymore. No, this is perfect. So Quran looks like. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, I'm roasting <laughs> you. No, so Quran is a a, a white guy from New Jersey. Right? Definitely. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, you going to give him a part of Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Jersey. Oh, man. Hoboken. What's the richest part of Jersey? Oh. Bergen County or something? Fucking um, Edgewater. Edgewater. That's where Cardi B lives. Really? Yeah. Wasn't she from the Bronx, though? No, but now. So oh. she has money. Why would she live in New Jersey? Why doesn't she live in Manhattan? That's where you go if you have money. She's too fucking famous to live there. She How does she? How the fuck does Taylor Cardi Swift be? lives in, in, in Manhattan. Fuck Taylor Swift. Everybody lives in Manhattan. Fuck Taylor Swift. Ugh. Uh, so, Quran uh, or Q is a, a black male, maybe six feet tall. Six feet? Six one? He has six a five, big. He has a big afro. But he's going to make not it. all that's big. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we doing those jokes? Right. Are we doing those jokes? Yeah, start this shit off right. Are we doing those open mic jokes? <laughs> <laughs> no, Karan, Karan's like 6'1", six, 6'2", six, maybe. Uh, easy on the eyes. He's, he's got like a little strap under his chin. He, I don't know. If you see him, you'll know who he is. He's the only pro- comic who has a fur like that. That's your signature. Yeah, being black is my signature. Yeah, but like you're not really black. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Tell him. Tell him what you <laughs> told me. Okay. All right. So Hugo thinks that I'm not black because I like. What is it? Because I like friends. Because you're like you love friends. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> but like oh. loves friends. Like <laughs> oh I, yeah, I I came to the fucking open mic with the friends T-shirt yeah, on. Yeah, man, that was bad. Yeah. Dude, I like friends. I like how I met your mother. Yeah, he likes all the white shit. I think he like nine hundred two and zero. No, not I. Uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Halsey. Halsey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, fucking. Do you take uh? What? What are white people? I'm not white guy, so I don't know what white people do. Yeah. Which we love white people. I love white women. I love. I love I'm an older man that likes all women. Uh, yeah. You good. seen that R. Kelly interview? No, I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, you should fucking check it out. It's do good. you pee on women or no? Do I what? Do you pee on women? Like purposely? <laughs> Alright, what's your next question for me now? Alright, alright. Uh give me your most embarrassing comedy story. Oh man, dude, so many. Uh, embarrassing I don't know about embarrassing, but there was this time I got paid to perform for nut <laughs> it was a show in Long Island at a at a it was like a bar brewery. I don't know, it was weird. And they had a, uh, they had like a, a birthday party in the back for this guy, 
And then uh, we had a comedy show in the front. So while we're trying to do comedy, we're trying to set up, and it's taking forever, and it was just a bad setup. And then they had, since they had a party in the back, one of the comics on the show, he uh, he's actually a really funny comic. I don't remember his last name, but I know his name's Daniel. Um, he grabs some food from the table in the back, thinking, oh, whatever, it's free food. He grabs it. He's eating the sandwich as we're all planning out like how we're gonna do the show. They're trying to they're, they're trying to tape like a like a pilot preview for some show on some network. TV. Oh, so you have a TV credit? No, no, I don't have a TV credit. It's gonna be hard to get one too. Um, so they were they were making us up and figuring out how we're gonna do what order. And then some guy comes up to us and he goes, "Hey man, I think uh, you got that sandwich from us." And he's like. No man, I brought this from home. What are you talking about? And he goes like, "No man, oh, that's- this is the Long Island show." Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I told you this story. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, "No man, that's ours, and you need to give it back to us, or you need to pay for it." And he goes like, "Dude, I'm sorry that you think that way, but this is my sandwich that I brought from home. It might be the same bread and the same toppings and same every condiment." Did he really take the sandwich? I and then he goes uh, and he goes, "All right, man, just don't you you shouldn't be messing with me. All right, you." So don't fuck around with me or whatever. He got really mad and he left. And then as we started the show, the host does her five minutes or whatever, six minutes. Then they bring up this guy, Daniel, and then I was going to go out after him. So I'm getting ready. I'm like, I'm looking at my what jokes I want to do. And then uh, this guy, as soon as the host comes off and brings off Daniel, Daniel goes, uh, guys, I want to thank everyone for coming out here, especially the people in the back for giving me that shitty ass sandwich. That shit sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking. I don't, he he might have been saying nice things, but it was for me. It's funny if he like talks shit about the sandwich, and he goes, "These guys got in the back got mad because I took their sandwich." Fucking get over it. And then that guy, the oh, it was some guy's birthday. Let's say his name is Mike. So it was Mike's birthday party. So he was like, "Mike, happy birthday!" You probably look like a like a I don't. know. He was just talking. He was roasting them pretty much, which is funny. Everyone was laughing. The people in the front were the only ones. There were like five people in the front. They were the only ones into comedy. Everyone else was there for Mike's birthday. And holy shit, Mike heard this from outside, came inside, and he goes, I'm going to fuck you up, dude. I'm going to fuck <laughs> you up. And this guy, he's smaller than me. He's like, uh, and he goes, keep talking that shit, man. Keep talking that shit. And it's this like juice head, this big, huge, white, meathead. supremacist looking meathead from Long Island. And... uh and it was fuck, and it was crazy. And he goes, "This show's done. I'm gonna fuck you up, guys. That's it. We're, let's fight right now." And then the bar, the bar owner or the brewery owner, whatever, he comes out of the his, like the bar. He's like, "All right." He's like waving, like cutting, it, cut the cord, cut the cord. Um, to uh, to uh, he's pretty much just saying like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we're closing this show. We're closing this show." And um, and yeah, and then the guy came up to us and he was about to punch this dude. And I put my hand on his like collarbone. I was like, "Yo, chill!" Like, no one's punching anybody. He's like, "Don't touch me." I'm like, "Then don't touch him." And we just got into this big like like uh, altercation. Did and you we, still get paid for it? I got. Did you paid. ever get on? I got no. I didn't even go on, but I got paid forty bucks. Hey, man. <laughs> forty bucks is forty bucks, man. Dude, I remember. Um, I did a bringer. Hey, wait, wait, that's not my story. Oh, okay, my bad. No, I'm kidding. Go go. No, <laughs> I did a bringer at um Esther and Carol for uh LBC, mm-hmm. and um. I like that room, by the way. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, but I think they usually use it for music. Yeah, it's like a music venue. Yeah, but it like has a, like a nice vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, I know um, this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm at Esther and Carol, and the like, host comes up to me, and he goes, okay, after, let's call him Billy Bob. Yeah. After Billy Bob, you're up, right? Every other comic I've seen, it looks like they just walked straight onto the stage from the platform. 
So um, I'm pretty nervous. My mom was there. A bunch of friends who had never seen me go up before was there. So, you know, I'm like, I really want to do well. So he goes, come into the stage. You've seen him all over the city. Fucking lie. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen you around the city. <laughs> You've seen him all over the city. Karan, Anilis. <laughs> and nobody fucking told me that there's a fucking step you have to take. Yeah. Bust my ass face first going onto the stage. Damn. Everybody laughing. I think it took up like a minute of my time. Really? Been. Yeah. Did you address the situation? No, yeah. I got on stage. And I didn't, even if I didn't want to, some lady in the front was like, was that on purpose? Yeah. I was like, no, man. Damn, dude. It flustered me, though. I had a horrible set. I think I forgot, like, three jokes. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Who yeah. else was there that can attest to that? Uh, my mom. Really? Uh, I think the host was Kyle Myra. Yeah. Uh, he was there. Oh, man. And I think as soon as I got off, like, from my set, yeah. he was like, and he sticks the landing. Oh, man. That was good. That was a good uh, host comeback. I like that, man. All right. My turn to ask you a question. Yeah, man. Who's your biggest comedic influence? Damn, that's a tough one. There's like seven of them. Yeah. Um, I'd probably say Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, uh, Chris Rock. Uh, Dave Chappelle has a lot to do with the way I tell jokes. Yeah. But Chris Rock, the first comedy special that I fell in love with was uh, his Kill the Messenger special. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first special I watched, and I was like, this is freaking funny. <laughs> so, he was the one that, like, you know, made me fall in love with it. Yeah. But my style, like, the the way I'd like to get my jokes off is kind of Dave Chappelle, like, walk you through something, and then, bang, hit you with something, you know? Yeah, hit him something hard. Yeah. Yeah, I like when he does that. I think uh, Kevin Hart also plays a big part. I like Kevin Hart's jokes, and I feel like... Kevin, I remember Kevin Hart's uh, Seriously Funny special. Uh, th- I remember that being the first special that I talked about, like, in school. Is like, that the one with Shaq in it? Yeah, that yeah, one, the one in Cleveland. Going. Yeah. Yeah, I remember because when I used to watch Chris Rock, none like nobody, none of the kids in school were into comedy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I could talk about that, like, my mom, my aunt, and everything. Even in East Brooklyn, I feel like East Brooklyn would have a lot of comedy fans. Not, like, you got to understand, I was, like, 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was a comedy fan. Because when I was 12, I think the biggest comic was Dane Cook. So everyone was like, oh, Dane Cook, Dane Cook, oh, Dane Cook. Everybody was talking about Dane Cook. Yeah, at this point, like, kids in school weren't talking about comedy. It mm-hmm. wasn't until Kevin Hart came out with Seriously Funny. With Seriously Funny? With Seriously Funny. God damn, this guy. Until I was like, <laughs> okay. oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. Top three. You got Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and who else? Um, Kevin. Kevin Hart, yeah. So all black comedians. Yeah, definitely. God, man. My favorite white comedian. I'll throw this out there. Yeah. My favorite white comedian is uh Jesselnik. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love Jesselnik, man. He, the way he plays with tension, it's fucking unreal. The way he plays what? With the tension in the room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fucking unreal, dude. Yeah, he does that Steve Martin thing where, like, like Steve Martin says, like, you got to build that tension and then just cut it. It's funny because if you're a fan of his, you know what's coming. Yeah, but you just don't know what is coming. Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't know what angle he's coming from. Yeah. I love his dead baby jokes. <laughs> I think the joke that always uh, gets me is, like, I think he talks about how, I'm going to butcher this, but he's talking about how, like, how flying with babies on a plane is the worst thing. He said, but I'll give you four reasons why flying on a plane 
is the best. Although they were all on 9-11. <laughs> and I looked into it. There were four babies that died on 9-11. Uh, we do not own the copyrights to this joke. Yeah, that's not my joke. That's uh, Jeselnik. Um, all right, cool, man. Your question for me. All right. Um, the first time ever getting on stage to tell jokes, right? Could be open mic, pregnant, or whatever. How'd you feel coming off the stage? It's crazy. I never talk about my first time ever. But my first, I always say, like, my I started comedy in New York. But technically, my first time ever was back in 2013. I was a senior in college. And, um, and uh, yeah, and uh, it was a homecoming. It was in a big arena. It was our basketball arena. It was packed. Ooh. And they were, like, they knew me. I was, like, involved in school, so they knew who I was. They were, like, hey, here you go. We need a single act who can do five minutes of anything. Like, it can be dancing, square dance, whatever. It can be whatever you want. And like, and they're like, we know you're funny. Do you want to do stand up? And I go, oh, I've never done stand up, but yeah, sure, I'll try it. They go, great. Two minutes later, they're calling me. All right, here you go. Let's go. You gotta go. I've never done stand up in my life. I'm about to do five minutes in front of like three thousand people. Jeez. It's packed, man. I'm the biggest audience ever. Maybe more. I don't know, cause it was like all the rafter, like all the the seats in the uh on the ba- uh, on the sideline and above. Yeah. I mean, the court side above, and then all the floor area, the general admission area, Jeez. was packed. So maybe more than 3,000. kill it? So here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to say I killed it because I don't remember it too well, but I know that when I went up there, right before I go on and go, by the way, the president of the, of the university is sitting in the front row with his wife. Uh, make sure you don't curse and don't talk about anything bad. And I go, oh, shit. Uh, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. So I picked three topics to talk about. This is like quick. No one coached me. I go, I hate CrossFit. I hate when I download illegal rap music and it has like bullshit. Like, damn, son, where'd you find this shit? Like that stuff. <laughs> and then... Uh, and DJ drama. DJ drama. Uh, jungle Beats. Holla at me. <laughs> so I hate that when, when that pops up a lot. And then uh, I also, and then one thing was like food porn, when people like hashtag food porn. So I went up with those three ideas. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I get up on stage, everyone's fucking clapping. It's an arena. I go, oh shit. Uh, I grab the mic out of the stand. I, I did that whole, so I did that right. I don't know if I moved the mic stand, whatever. And people were laughing, man. They were like laughing. I was just talking about, I think the first one was about like how CrossFit isn't really. Like people say it's so cool, but like, why are you working out? It's not really a workout if you have to. What well, I don't know, it was bullshit. It was a bad premise. Uh, and then, like, in this, on the other next to the president was I was talking to a girl at the time who had a boyfriend, and he was in the front row, and he was like, like he was gonna fuck me up after the show. <laughs> Did he know? Yeah, he knew. Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know she had a boyfriend. Uh, to be fair. Uh, so yeah, that was crazy. I got off stage and I was, they said I did well, but I don't remember. Like I blacked out. Uh, there was a cool picture they took of me and I was, it looked kind of cool. And then like I was an RA also. So when I was at the front desk of a, of a building, some girls came up and like, Oh, you're that comedian. And I go, yeah, I'm that comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I like this shit. And I didn't actually pursue it until I moved to New York. So, got it. so I felt pretty good after my first time ever, ever, ever. My first time doing a uh, open mic, I think it was probably at either Climate or uh, the Lantern, and that shit was Ooh. tough. 
Man, that was brutal. I, I, I see so many people. Mics. Yeah, I've seen so many people do mics for the first time at Climate, like at ten thirty. Yeah, and it's usually like, yeah. I did mine. That was my first time. Yeah, ever. yeah. Like they I might not laugh. They might not laugh. Probably they might not laugh. They might. They may laugh. But if you have a funny premise, but man, I did one at the Lantern, and holy shit, man. Yeah. That is talk about clicking. Not to talk yeah. bad about the lantern because that's not their that's not their issues. Like the comics over there were just like not about it. Yeah. So I haven't been back. I haven't been back since, man. To be honest, I've never yeah. been back to the lantern. That's funny. Yeah. That's a big thing in comedy, though, like the open mic scene. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's being crazy. able to gauge what the fuck is funny. Yeah. Is that like? Yeah. No. Did you just? Uh. So my question to you now is uh. <laughs> What do you do for work? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what do you do for work? Oh. Uh, oh, what are you trying to what what I uh, scratch that. What's your um what's your end goal? In comedy? In com and anything. Uh, if anything? comedy is your end goal, then yeah. Uh, comedy is the fucking end goal. Yeah, but so what's the end goal in comedy? Uh, uh it's gonna sound cliche. But I just wanna be like the best. Comedian. That's not cliche at all. Ever. I mean, maybe to people who don't do comedy. Like I just finished watching um, uh, um, 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 um the I'm Richard s- Pryor documentary oh, on yeah, Paramount. Yeah. And at the end, uh, I think it was Howie Mandel. First of all, before I finish, uh, they had uh Howie Mandel. Yeah. Giving his commentary on like Richard Pryor's, and I'm like, how the fuck does the guy from Deal or No Deal get to decide? Yeah, who he the did stand up comedy. Man. I did. I had no yeah, idea. Man, you didn't know I that? Had no fucking clue. The germaphobe of comedy. Yeah. I have no clue. I I'm like, how the fuck does the Deal or No Deal guy get to fucking decide who the fuck? And America's Got Talent. He um. Anyway, I was watching the documentary, and at the it was at the very end. He goes, "There will never be anybody more important to comedy." than Richard Pryor and I was like fuck that guy he doesn't even know me he hasn't seen my set yet (laughs) (laughs) fuck it that's good though man I'm so glad you didn't say that you're the end goal is to have a Netflix special no you know how many times I hear you I I want a Netflix special I want a Netflix you know honestly um, Apple shout out to Apple Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know the Apple joke (laughs) yeah 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 Um, they -hmm. just did a a conference and they're releasing their own streaming yeah yeah I heard I want an Apple special man if that ever happens that'll be cool I want an Apple special I honestly I think Netflix is giving out specials like fucking hotcakes man yeah I mean I don't I don't I mean I take one don't get me wrong I don't know man I think we're I think we just have to focus on being funny first that's like when people are like oh I need headshots I need headshots I'm like man work work, work out that joke that keeps bombing first (laughs) who's who's your favorite open mic comedian Uh, of the people we know like Climat whatever I don't know, man. There's so many. There's so many good comedians that we know, um, and I don't really. To be honest, I'm not a good friend or a good. What is it like? I'm an associate to everybody. Thanks. Like, we're not really friends. No, no. Well, than you, I'm just saying. Like, I don't really hang out with anybody. I try to be cool with everybody, but I'm just not. I don't know. Um, I don't know who'd be the my favorite. There's so many good comedians in in our open mic circle. So many good ones. You, do you have one or no? I think Nick is dope. Who's Nick? Um, damn, I don't know his last name. Which one? Like describe him. Um, Hispanic guy, beard, always has a hat on. Oh, Nick Trinidad. There you go. I think yeah. he's dope. Yeah, he's cool. He ha- he he. I like him because he he tells my style of jokes. Like he tells he. he oh, that's so you like him for his style? Yeah, not because of how he looks. No, no, he's not my type. I tell you, into him. That's why. No, 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 definitely not. Uh, damn, who would be my favorite? 
I know my favorite comedian in New York right now. Um, she's not. I mean, she's not in the open mic scene. Not a lot of people know about her, but she's been a JFL and she's done so much shit. She's a regular at the stand. Uh, you know Abby Rosenquist? No. She's really funny, man. No, no, you saw her that night that we went to the stand, uh, that free show, when it was like Aaron Burke left, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he was yeah, like, "Fuck yeah, this, yeah, I'm out of yeah, here." Yeah, yeah. And nobody was giving her the, the yeah, last, yeah, but like yeah. it, they were funny jokes. Oh, she was the at the girl at the end. One of the girls at the end, yeah. She, because yeah. I remember, I don't remember. I'm lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but she's That's she's one of my favorite. I don't. She's not an open mic comedian technically, uh, but she's like open for Dimitri Martin. Oh, she, I love yeah. Rosebud Baker. You know. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's above us. Our level though. She's done Jeff Fallon and all she's that. Kind of hot. Oh, wait, I'm talking about like talent, man. Oh, talent. I mean, she's talented too. So you do like Nick Trinidad because he's hot. <laughs> Dude, uh, Nick Trinidad, if he hears this, he's going to, like, never shake my hand at open doubt, mic again. I doubt. Do you know him or no? Not, like, really. So this is really awkward then. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just giving him props. I, I like his comedy. He's yeah, funny. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. He's one of the few people, like, at Climat, when I see he's about to go up, I'm like, Ugh. No, you know, actually, now that you say it like that, I, I think um, one of the Latino, one of my Latino boys, Luis, Luis Galilei. Yeah, he's funny, too. He's got that energy that I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah he, yeah, makes, he makes me proud to be a Latino. He's funny. There's a bunch of great comics, white, black, Asians, Hispanic, whatever. doesn't matter. But even though we just named uh, two Latino comics. Yeah, Galilee's funny. I don't think about it. There's so many funny comics, man. That whole cre- there's so many crews, too. I feel like there's like a crew for every situation. It's funny because like, in terms of comedy, you're like my crew. Yeah, I don't really have a crew. So. Yeah, me neither, bro. <laughs> yeah. I try, though. I like I say hi to people, and they're like, eh, hi. Yeah, but you have a friendlier face. Really? And your hair is very, like, energetic. My hair is like, hey, come say hi. Yeah, like, hey, I got shit in my hair for you to play with. Yeah, that's not all I have for them to play with, but well, we're not going to talk about yeah, that in right. this episode. Yeah. Uh, let's not, thank God. All right, your question to me, let's go. Oh, uh, all right. Last one, right? Yeah. All right. This is an advice question. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's say there's some kid out there right now, right? Let's say he's listening. He's never been on stage in his life, but he loves comedy. He's thinking about doing it. What do you tell him to get on stage to get him a go up there? What do you tell him to get up there? Yeah, like what advice would you give him? If fucking Billy Bob Hickson from across the street was like, Hugo, man, I love stand up. I just I'm so scared to get on stage. I think every comic knows his answer. What's the answer? Just do it. Like no one's gonna tell you to not do it. Yeah, but just do it is like not deep. Like you gotta do it, man. Like come on, give me some fucking content. <laughs> you gotta do it, man. No one's gonna force you to get up on stage. And then also, like, if this is what you want to do, if you've been sitting in and watching comedy and you think you can do it, and you're like questioning yourself, the only way you're gonna get up there is if you actually pick up a microphone and spit into that microphone. That's what I mean by just do it. Like, if you sit there and you dream, oh, I want to be one day in the big lights, my name in the big lights and in the theaters and stuff, I want to be sold out arenas or whatever. Like, you can't do it without doing comedy, without actually grabbing a microphone and doing jokes. Quick question for you. Yeah. Would you ever tell your jokes on a train? On a train? Yeah, like, just get an amp and mic and fucking tell Yeah, I mean, I have a mic right here and I have an amp right there, so. So let's fucking hit the D. Yeah, but I need a power source, so. Uh, I had a joke coming. I was going to say, let's hit the D line. Uh, I'll, I'll do the D line from the top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. Maybe from, get from, some from, lady comics come. 
No, they can't handle the D train. No, they don't no, want to ride that Q. Nah, uh, <laughs> that's why he said it. The Q train. I am the Q train. No, nah, there's a bunch of uh, good comedians out there, and we we actually Q and I just came back from this like town hall. Dude, I didn't realize how hard it would be to hold this mic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for man. the whole time. Yeah, it's like I'm uh, just gonna. And you tr- and you want to have an hour special? Yeah, no right. Come on, man. I know right. <laughs> I'd be like one of those fucking the worst comics in the world who have like the fucking remember when chin NSYNC strap? used to perform remember when NSYNC used to perform and they had the chin strap what do you mean the chin strap dude like you know alright think of like Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl oh she you mean you like, mean like, yeah, uh, Robin, Will- Robin Williams comedy. had that yeah that's how I do my because comedy. Robin Williams had all those energetic moves and stuff yeah um, I'd fucking run and walk with my hands in my pockets yeah you look like you're doing a TED talk or an Apple speech uh, Apple conference. I could do an Apple speech. Yeah, Q and Dude, I. Do just, you watch Friends? Huh? You watch Friends? Never watch Friends. I only know a few things about Friends. You know Mr. Heckles? No. You have to learn about Mr. Heckles. What is it? Does he heckle people? Yeah, it's funny though. Like, like at comedy shows? Or what? No, 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 no. <laughs> what he does is right. Uh, you'll knock on his door and be like, Yeah. And be like, Hey, Mr. Heckles, I'm looking for my cat. Have you seen him? Yeah. And he goes, I could have a cat. <laughs> To everything you say, can I borrow some milk? I could have milk. That's his, that's why they call Mister Heckle. Mister Heckle, yeah, it's fucking. That must be like a white people show because I don't I don't find that funny. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I think it's hilarious. All right. Um. So yeah, Q and I just came back from this like town hall. Where it was like all the comedians. It felt like the Warriors in the in the Warriors movie where all the gangs come and meet to talk about gang. It literally felt like <laughs> if, it felt like Climat's biggest. Uh, like if they took the four thirty, the six thirty, and the ten thirty, or the eight thirty, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And like every comic in the world just came. Like every yeah. open mic comic. It was pretty packed, man. Yeah. And uh, I kind of looked at around. And I was like, damn, I know some of these people, but most of these people, damn, I don't know a lot of these people. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say I knew sixteen to twenty people there. I'd say I knew 30. 16 to 20. I, I mean, I would know 30. Uh, dang it. And there's just so many comics in the city, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them aren't funny. Oh, what I always tell you, Q. Dude, dude <laughs> I'm not going to lie I'm on my podcast. Yeah, you're right. You can say whatever you want. But I always, I never say that someone's not funny. I always say that their comedy's just not for me. All right, look. The they're way not, I look at it. They're not funny to me. The way I look at it, yeah. right? I'm a premise guy. If the joke is not at its full potential yet, fine, whatever. You, you you have your whole life to write the joke. Yeah. But, like, people who come up with, like, shitty premises that, like, dude, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like Tinder? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not going to talk shit, like, to people. But on yeah. my podcast. I, I always laugh at people's um, premises and then maybe their setup. But when it hits the punchline, I'm like, nah, yeah, I'm good. But to me, the punchline... Yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. To me, like the punchline can always be worked on. You can rewrite a joke thousands of times. You can hear me. Yeah, but so can the yeah, I can hear you. Okay. And so can the premise though. Here's my thing, right? Yeah. Uh let's take one of my jokes. Mm-hmm. What's a joke I don't tell anymore? Alright, let's take um the movie theater joke. Alright, I have a joke, right? And it's about uh me. Yeah. Uh, I work at a movie theater, I was a manager at the movie theater, and um the premise of the joke is the guy wants a refund, but I don't give it to him because he's blind. Yeah. So he's like, I couldn't see my movie. And I'm like, well, you didn't get blind here. That's the premise, right? Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. funny. I'm pretty sure that made nobody laugh, right? It didn't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
the premise of it is he couldn't see his movie, so he wanted a refund. Yeah, of course you couldn't see it because you're blind. Um, I, I feel like I laugh a lot at the premises, but I never laugh at their punchlines. Yeah, me too. Like I open mics, you'll, I do it all the time, and you laugh at me. Like when a person says like a joke, I'll be like, "Ha, that's funny." Yeah. I don't mean like the punchline I'm funny. I'm like, "Oh, I can see why you would think that's funny." Yeah. Like I like to write in my head as I'm listening. Yeah. Whenever I'm here, I'm not saying I'm the funniest. I'm just saying like. There's a lot of times where like some people crack me up and there's sometimes their premises will crack me up. Who do you feel like has had an influence on you in comedy? Not like famous people that like people in your everyday life. That I've met? Yeah. I mean, no comic really takes their time out to talk to me. So <laughs> so I but I remember one time I was doing uh I had one or like a residency with Broadway and it was like part of the you do like four months. I mean four shows out so of that's what we're doing, huh? What? We're bringing that up. Oh, uh, you want to? We'll bring. You're just gonna throw that in my face. It's our it's our podcast. So yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna. Well, just... no, no. This is what happened. Uh, I was doing the fourth, my third of the four shows I had to do with them, uh-huh. and I was doing my set, and it was like Saturday night laughs or whatever. It was like they have a special show or Sunday night laughs. I don't know what it is. Is it like when they give it to you? Is it a check spot? No, it's not a check spot. Usually they'll put you in third, fourth, fifth. It depends. It depends yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, what you what, what they want what they need. Um, I went. I got in pretty. So I did my set, and people were laughing. And the host of the show came up to me. He's like, "Man, you're you're." He's like, "You're really funny. You just gotta like bring up your energy. You're too like slow." And I'm like, "All right, man. Like, fuck you." I'm like, it was like kind of one of those like, yeah, I guess, but like that's my style, I guess. People were laughing, right? And so, um, I mean, it's funny. Uh, I'll explain why. I'll explain why that's funny. But I that don't know exact line right there. It's yeah. my style, right? It's, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Shout out. What are you saying? I was gonna ask you a question. For ask me a question. So the same you auditioned through. Oh yeah, yeah. I did this showcase. Yeah, yeah. This showcase where um no 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 I'm saying like I once I got it like I so I did the showcase where it's like a, it's pretty much a bringer and you bring like six or seven people and then they offer you a residency. A bunch of comics do it. It's like every New York comic does it almost. And if you do well, they give you what they call a residency spot. And that residency spot is like four shows. If you do the month long residency, if you get a two month, you get eight shows. Yeah, I I think I auditioned for that. Yeah, how would it go? Huh? I mean, I know how it went, but I want you to talk about it. Um, let me see. What was the feedback to the guy? Because the feedback, the guy called me the next, or I, we talked, whatever, and he says you're Latino, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you should play into that more. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's that's distasteful feedback, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, what happened with me? Uh, I did the show. I did five minutes. Um, I did pretty well. Um, ha, it's funny. Um, I had like, I think I, it was a seven person bringer, right? I think yeah. I ended up bringing like 14 people. It's my mom, my Nana, my aunt, her husband, my uh, cousin, my girlfriend. And your ex-girlfriend. And my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um... And my ex-girlfriend's best friend. Nice. And um, I remember thinking, because I had a big applause when I came on, right? And those applauses mean a lot to me. Yeah. Right? So um, I came on and did my five minutes. I mean, I think it was a great show. I think I did a great job. That's my opinion of it. Um, I base my, obviously, every comedian does off of the laughs you get, your pops for your for your punches yeah do you um, count your laughs per minute or whatever or laugh out I, I used to i don't do it while i'm on stage yeah because then 
I'll fucking I'll fuck myself in the ass. Mm-hmm. But um, like when I watch video, I'm like, okay, I got a left there, got a left there, got a left there, got a left there, blah blah blah. Uh, and even when I watch over the video, they sent over the video, like my laugh hit. So I was just like, it was. Send me that video. I want to watch it. Gotcha. Um, the guy called. Um, I remember he said we'll we'll be doing calls, feedback calls, Friday. He texted me Thursday, right? The guy, and he said, uh, I'm in today till 4 p.m. if you want to call for your feedback. So I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm like, this means I got something. You know what I mean? I, I, I had to kill. He wants to speak to yeah. me a day early. Yeah, he called me. He called me. Um, no, I called him. Sorry. And he, the feedback was more or less, um, I need to get more animated with my jokes. Right? And I'm all for feedback. But that's not really my style. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? I, from the way he spoke to me, I got the feel that he wanted me to be like Chris Rock animated, like <laughs> I don't know, and yeah. that's just not me. You know what I mean? What else did he say to you? Uh, damn, I took notes. I wish I had those notes. Yeah. Um, he said, um, I'm, he gave me compliments though. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know. He said, uh, he liked the shit joke. He was a fan of the shit joke. He said, um, it's funny because I'm actually really animated in that joke. So the feedback was, you should be as animated as you are in that joke. Yeah. And your other jokes. Yeah. But you've seen my five. I have. It's not really much room for, any, like, if you think about the girlfriend joke. Well, you do it with your <clears throat> your gay dad joke. Yeah. I, dude, that's as gay as voice as I can get. Yeah. I need to. Well, that's your interpretation of gay. For your dad, for your dad, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no. Yeah, I do the, like, high-pitched, ha-ha voice, like, you yeah. know, like, just trying to be, like, yeah. you know, a little gay. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, that's good. I mean. I think I should bring the HIV joke back. I think you should. I think you should push the envelope every time you get. Yeah. I think. But, oh, yeah, long story short, um, at the very least, I remember thinking, at the very least, I would get a developmental spot. Like the yeah, like a one spot, yeah. I got zilch. Damn, dude. Well, are you going to try again or no? Probably not. Probably not. I'll probably do. It seems comedy mob springers. Yeah, I mean. Um, it seems like they reward you for like. The doing stuff? Yeah, yeah, I guess, man. It's like, oh, it's very subjective, man. People think you're funny. People don't think you're funny. You know how it is. Do you think I'm funny? I think you're funny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go to that show, so I can't tell you how you did. Yeah, no, I'll send you the video. You can. Yeah, then I'll give you my own feedback. And I'll just say, like, you need to be more animated. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do, do to wrap dude, up? we should do a... One day we should do a... um. What the fuck am I going to say? Oh, we should do a um set swap. So I do your set, you do mine. I can't say your set because you say the N-word too many times. Uh, nigga. <laughs> nigga. I can't say that. No. no, I don't. When do I say it? Uh, the shit joke. Oh, okay. So you can just take that part out of it. Oh, yeah. That's that, your punchline. The tag. Yeah. Well, it technically, it's not a punchline. It's your tag. Yeah. Because everyone mean, laughs at the other part. Anyway, yeah. I think we're ready to wrap up for the first episode. Yeah. Let's do like a nice wrap up. Though. You ready? Yeah. Uh. Okay. I don't know what you mean by that. Hold on. We'll we'll, we'll okay. play off of each other. We fucking okay. got this. Okay. Go go. I. <laughs> Right, uh, I'll go first, and, and you go, go first. Okay. Uh, uh, you, <laughs> you. It looked no. like you wanted me to sing with you. No, no, no. Okay, go. I, 
I'm Karan Anilis. And I'm Hugo Nerio. And this has been The Conspiracy to Kill. To kill. Well, we should do that again. <laughs> I'm Karan Anilis. And I'm Hugo Nerio. And this has been... A Conspiracy to Kill.